It's Friday, September 9th, 2022, and this is Dan Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel Podcast. I'm Dennis, and I'll be your host as we review the latest Marvel happenings across all media, as well as other superpowered stories that caught our attention. And when I say we, uh, this week I'm referring only to my my nerdy co-host joining uh, for the evening. It's uh, Ricky. Let's get him out here. Yeah, that, way, that was the, that was a fast intro. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, like a uh, full disclosure for two things. One, uh, we're we're pre-recording this one again because mm-hmm. Ricky's got some stuff to do on the actual Friday. Uh, so what you're if you're watching this uh, live uh, on uh, on Friday night, uh, apologies because we won't be able to respond to you. But uh, if you do comment or anything, we can respond later. Uh, second thing, um, the reason we haven't been pulling guests as often right now is because like we're doing a lot of double features with both She-Hulk and uh, Harley Quinn, and both of those shows are coming out on Thursday, Thursdays, right? And so like yeah. it feels dirty to make like an, a you know a guest who's doing us the courtesy of coming nah. on the show. To, if you're like, a real fan, you'll watch two shows within twelve hours. See, I'm not trying to gatekeep like that, but, uh, but, uh, two subscription just, services, two different subscription services. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I, I don't mind, I don't mind it just being us sometimes like it, when it's, you know, when we just want to talk about the thing, we just want to be nerdy and share our opinions. Like it's okay. It's okay if we don't have everybody here, Yeah. but, um, yeah. So that's, I think. I think I also technically got a lot of formalities out of the way, right? I, I said what we're going to be talking about tonight. I said we're not live, so comments no. if you write them, we'll come, we'll get back to you later. I mean, we got we're a day out from a big Disney Plus Marvel thing, right? So yeah. if so, some yeah. news drops between now and then, yeah, that's don't on blame us. us. Yeah, don't You'll- blame us. Or, or it is on us. One I guess it is on us for not covering uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I guess the only other thing that uh, I would I would put out there in the normal show would be uh, if you can't get enough of us, you should visit patreon.com slash deadxmedia, where you'll find a variety of creative offerings, including recent episodes of our live after show, The Soapbox. Uh, patrons typically get exclusive access to chat with us. Uh, but if that's not your thing, don't worry. We usually put that one out on, to the public the following week. Uh, I don't think uh, because of timing issues, we will not be doing a live soapbox this week as well, but we will be next week, right? Ricky, you're going to be. Yeah, no, we're, we're all we're back to business. We're, we're back to business live uh, next Friday to talk about the finale of uh, Harley Quinn and uh, the midpoint of uh, She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. But this week we're going to be talking about episode nine of Harley Quinn season three and She-Hulk episode four. Uh, but before we get to that. What else you got going on this week? What do you What have you uh, been up to? I mean, I saw I saw you. That's true, and Frank. And yes, I met Frank. <laughs> I finally met Frank. Everybody who was off camera. <laughs> you, yeah, I think that was one of the funnest social experiments is just uh, inviting a person you've never physically met to do a podcast with us, and we did one for a year with Frank. Yeah, there's 50 episodes I've done with that man. Yeah, you did 50 <laughs> episodes with him without ever seeing... Well, I mean, um, to be fair, you have seen him in person. You just didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know. We were strangers then. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah. no, that was super fun. We went to your uh, workshop, your toy photography workshop, learned a bunch of cool stuff, got to uh, see all your toys, see all your sets. I always forget, like, how much toy photography stuff that you have like it is uh oh i have a lot i think you're past hobby at this point i'm trying to be 
what is past hobby i'm trying to figure out a way to leverage that into something yeah, bigger was, but, but um, a lot of fun. i brought the tiniest fraction of my stuff to to that workshop but um i got a lot of really positive reviews a lot of people like we're just like i've never been to a, a, a workshop where people are literally yelling this is so much fun you know like that just that was <laughs> that was a really cool thing and uh, I've been gathering up the images like people have been sending them to my way so I can collect them all and put them together in some part of, of you know, uh, visual catalog or whatever of what people do. And uh, no, it was really fun. It was really it, it was it was I never would have imagined, you know, a few years ago mm -hmm. that I would ever be uh, teaching people how to do that kind of stuff. But um, it was it was a very unique experience. And. Uh, I appreciate that you got to come and check it out and take some photos and um, I'll steal those ones that you sent as well. Yeah, no, no, yeah. sure. Uh, other, the other thing I watched the first episode of for all mankind. Oh, um, that's a good show. That's a good first episode. It's an excellent first episode. It's, uh, straight yeah. up a movie. Every episode is a movie pretty much. Um, yeah. But uh, I think we're hooked after we finished it. I'm like, we have 29 more of these to and, get through. And, and some of them are like an hour and a half. So uh, I'm so excited you, every to have finale, a new show. Every finale, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, be, I Like I said, I binged it all uh, two weekends ago. This and that was incredible. It was intense. It was intense. Um, what I else did you do? What did you do this weekend aside from the workshop? Dude, I passed out so hard after that workshop. And then I just ended up resting but uh now what i've been doing is uh cleaning up this studio so that i can actually get uh to do my own toy, toy photography because i was i was sitting there watching a lot of people do it you know at the at the event or helping people do it but i'm just trying to like organize everything uh because be poisoned I, too, right? uh all the spider-man 60th anniversary stuff is arriving or some has arrived already and others will be arriving uh in in the next few days um, so I'm really excited to get stuff ready to go for that. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I've just been, I had to find like something to binge on the background while I've been doing that. Like I just started, I I'm revisiting She-Ra on, uh, oh. on Netflix. Just, it's all right. It's okay. It's like I the Carberry cartoony one, right? The very stylized. Yeah. It's cartoony. Like I made it finally through the second, the first season and it's like, all right, I can background watch this for sure. You know, it's cool. It's yeah. in 4K, kudos, I think. So. Kudos for Shira. Yeah. That's just like a bygone era for me. Like, I just, the He-Man, that toy set is just not something that I have any interest yeah, in. Yeah, they've had a hard time reaching people in, in the newer generations, but. I enjoyed the know. new show, but I, I, I watch I watch. I, it I loved it like you guys. Yeah, I mean, I liked it enough, but, I mean, there's other better things, you know, like. Like the things we're watching lately are better than that. So, oh, yeah, it's just no, it's for just sure. about availability. You know what I mean? Like what's like I watched for all mankind, all mankind, because I had like, you know, a few days left on my Apple subscription. But like I only watched it because like a lot of people recommended it, you know, like normally just picking up a show just randomly. It just doesn't it doesn't work out as much for everybody. So, oh, no, um, but yeah, did you watch uh, the Ring of Power yet? I have not or the time. Power. It's it's been a it's a busy week here. <sighs> and it'll be a busy mm. weekend and a busy week next week, but I will find time. I Again, recommend high, that one. That high fantasy good. is not something I, I do. 
um, in anything, but Lord of the Rings is the outlier. Um, so you love Star Wars. That's high fantasy. Oh. Mm. It's high science fantasy. It's about a kid who discovers he has magic powers, learns that his dad is the Black Knight, who. Uh, well, he has midichlorians. <laughs> he has a high M he, count. He has a wizard mentor. I, I, I like they fight with swords. Like I don't understand how you don't see that this. Is I think it's fantasy. cooler when they light up. I guess the sword in Lord of the Rings does light up. The whatever the dagger is, so I guess. <laughs> Sting lights up. Yeah, I mean, there's other yeah. isms that I, I or other things I can't. Uh, You're splitting hairs right now. You know, but <laughs> let's uh, instead of splitting hairs, should we? I would say split some news, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, we'll talk about news. Let's go for okay. it. Week before D23, uh, week before a lot of uh, big Marvel stuff's going to get announced. So not a big week for Marvel stuff in general in the lead up. Uh, but we got some cool stuff, though. This was put out yesterday. Check this out for uh, all you Lego lovers, adult fans of Lego. Uh, this is like a Black Panther bust that they're releasing October 1st, uh, measuring 18 inches, 15 uh, inches wide. It's kind of like the first uh, bus thing that they've done. They've done helmets before, but never the full kind of lower or upper torso. Yeah. But uh, check this guy out. He's doing the Wakanda Forever thing. That's kind of He cool. is doing the Wakanda Forever thing. And you can actually yeah. pose the fingers and you can remove the gauntlets itself. And you, just, you can just have the bus if that's what you choose. But, okay. Uh, All right. It's kind of cool. So if you're you want to get crazy into Lego Lego leaks and spoilers, uh, there was a big rumored like Black Panther set coming out, and it, no one could figure out what it was. So this obviously being it, people were really surprised because they had never, uh, like this is an 18 plus set. So people are like, "What is an 18 plus Black Panther set?" And the bust is what it is. So does that mean 18 plus is an age? Yeah. So anything in a black box like this is age 18 and up. Um, they're pretty complex builds for what they mm. are. They're usually uh, more expensive as well. Most of these start at 100 bucks. This one is, I believe, $300. Wow. Um, Legos, Legos gotten pricey. Wow. Um, and you pay for that Marvel tax. But, uh, you know, it's worth it. You get cool stuff like this. And on the Black Panther train, uh, going to his nemesis in his upcoming movie, Namor. More specifically, uh, this Namor. Uh, well, I don't think it's going to be his nemesis because he's dead. Well, well it's going to be somebody's the, nemesis. It's the title. It's going to be. It's going to be a character in the Black Panther sequel. Yes. Well, do you know the artist who drew uh, this Namor? Uh, not specifically that one, no. This is Mike uh, the De Dado. Oh, Mike, that's Mike Deodato. Oh, yeah, okay, this I, is Mike Deodato okay. with Namor. I love um, Mike Deodato. He's a cool, he's a cool I, artist. I touched on this while we saw each other this weekend, but uh, yeah, Mike Deodato had some comments about uh, the actor playing uh, playing uh, Namor. Fuerte. Yes, okay. specifically his physique. So this is a now deleted tweet uh, Mike made. 
Uh, you can tell someone screwed up when a character from a movie looks in worse shape than the 60-year-old artist who drew him. And he posts a picture of himself shirtless next to the actor playing Namor shirtless. That's a little bit more than shirtless, bro. Um, Yeah, the text is basically covering his butt. But you see some thigh, you see a little cheek, full back for our audio listeners. Um, You know the comic, you know the artist more than I do. Um, But I just think it's hilarious, just like the hubris of uh of uh mike in this situation what do you what do you think do you want to buff namor do you want to cut namor i mean namor's generally pretty buff but i'm not gonna body shame the approach that they have to this character like i mean generally speaking like marvel makes their their people get really jacked um i don't mind that this guy like I don't think there's a problem with having different body types in the Marvel universe. So if he's slightly less jacked than every dude that's come before him, I don't think that you got to remember, like when you get the jacked Captain America or the jacks, like the short the Star Lord, they bulk up for that one 15 second scene. Yeah, I know. And then that's it. They're, but this guy's going to be shirtless all the time. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just it's but here's, unrealistic. But here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Um, and this is my argument against, like, jacked Superman also. <laughs> like, if you have super strength that was from birth or, you know, or just inherently yeah. given to you, right? There is no reason you should be jacked. If, unless... You're lifting, you know, several tons all the time to keep in shape. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I've always made the argument that there's no good reason that Superman should be as freaking buff as he is. Um, he's he doesn't lift things that are of any significance to him. You know what I mean? Draws some, is it Frank Miller? He has a super buff Superman. Everybody draws Superman buff. It's not it's not exclusive to Frank Miller. That, but that's what I'm saying. I always kind of liked the Christopher Reeve Superman because he's not like, I mean, he's got a big barrel chest, but like he's, his arms aren't like, you know, giant. Cause the other thing you got to remember yeah. is like for a giant Superman to be like super jacked, it makes for a really noticeable Clark Kent. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, you know, knowing Namor is super strong, but it's because of his genes and he's born that way. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind. Like I, I, you know, I'd rather the person who gets injected with the super serum or a, an offshoot of that, it becomes super roided out because of a side effect, you know. So I'm not going to body shame, but I did not know Mike Diodato was that buff. So that's pretty yes. cool for a 60 year old. <laughs> yeah, so good, good on them. We appreciate Mike all Diodato bodies here. Is a great artist, though, and he should stick to that. So noted. Uh, last little piece. So today's Disney Plus Dave. Day is recording. Um, Kind of a weird Disney Plus day. Uh, but today, Thor Love and Thunder came out on uh, the service. And uh, they actually did some tweaking. If you remember the scene where Heimdall's uh, son, Axel, pops in for a split second. Yeah. It looked pretty uh, crummy in the theatrical release. They uh, cleaned up, cleaned it up a bit uh, for the Disney Plus release. I didn't remember it looking crummy, but okay. It's definitely noticeable from the comparisons I mean, I've seen. I mean, when you see them not side by side, it's noticeable. But like, 
I don't remember that taking me out of the movie in that moment in time, you know? So the question I will pose to you is, uh, are you okay with these types of edits? It doesn't really matter if I'm okay with it. At the, at the end of That's the day, right. I just want your take. No, I'm saying it's the end. Of, at the end of the day, it's the people who own it. You know what I mean? They can do whatever they want with it, and like, yeah. I don't think it ruins it. But like, and it doesn't change the experience I had watching it originally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the whole Star Wars, you know, special. That's where I was going with this. Editions, whatever. Like, sure, you can have them, but like, I still have the memory of what it was before and you can't change that you know what i mean so like just like the spider-man uh re-release that came out last weekend like mm-hmm. whatever i saw some of those clips on tiktok and i'm <laughs> like i don't care i would say I star wars is a little different though because it's it's nearly impossible to legally watch a original star wars cut without yeah. any the like the raw what is it raw cut from the from the movie unless you own a I forgot what even format those came out in back in the day. That has that still has that original cut. They're on uh, VHS. Um, but you know, They're people people want that, and that's you know, that's an argument against, I guess, these types of changes. But uh, I'm with you. I don't mind these little tweaks. If you can clean it up, clean I, it up. I don't. I don't mind them because, like, like I said, they can't take away what I already experienced. You know, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I could see how. You know, I could see how certain times like it can it can, you know, if they're changing the narrative of the story like that, that would suck, you know, like <laughs> that would not be cool. Um, uh, mm-hmm. For Spider-Man, I kind of get it. Like I was kind of annoyed at the time, like Spider-Man uh, No Way Home was the second Marvel movie to have just a trailer in the stinger and or in the post credit scene. And I, I was really I don't like when they put those there because it doesn't age well, right? Because some like, assembly required. Yeah, because like five years later, when you're binging the whole thing, you're like, "Ugh, I didn't need a trailer for the movie I'm gonna watch anyways," you know. Um, so I appreciate that they replaced the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness tra- uh, trailer with an actual scene that kind of caps the movie off, I guess. Wait, um, really? What they what they replaced it with? They replaced it with uh, Betty Brant. Uh, you know, the one of the oh, girls, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. running like a mm-hmm. an, an interest or retrospective on their time in high school, but all of the photos from their time uh, are missing Peter in them. Mm-hmm. It's just to show you the effects of, of yeah. the spell, yeah, yeah, yeah. The spell yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so it's not really great, it's not a fun watch, but it's better than watching Doctor Strange's trailer if you're just going to binge them back to back. Literally, Doctor Strange is the next movie that came out after that. So it's like, you you made, like, I don't get it. Like I think, I mean, it was a little bit of a bigger deal, though, because that was the first look at Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Sure. Until, until a week later when they released the trailer. But for that split yeah. moment in time, that was your first footage of... Uh, what are the Gargantos, whatever the one-eyed monster is, right? Whatever, yeah. But yeah, but not I, whatever. Uh, D D twenty three. So we're gonna talk about D twenty three now. We're gonna talk about D twenty three. Uh, right, so cool. the D twenty three starts tomorrow. Yes, the big Marvel showcase is uh, Saturday. It's gonna be the first one I missed in a little while. Like I started going 
I think I started going in like 2017 or maybe 20, 2015. I can't remember. You're limited to, right? Um, I think I, I've only done two, um, but like they're only every other year. Yeah. And I fell in love with the first one. Um, and so I went back second time and it was still great. But like the one I did in 2019, I definitely felt like um, less, it was thus necessary for me to go to the Marvel panel. And also the the hoops that I had to jump through to do it were just too much. Mm-hmm. So I just, like I said before on the show, like I just read everything in my hotel room and I was like, yeah, She-Hulk, cool, you know. Um, so if I had gone this weekend, I wouldn't have gone to the Marvel panel anyways. Yeah. Um, I would have just read it all, you know, online. Um, but yeah, mostly it's like organized shopping is what that convention is. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's our subsect right now. We're probably focused on the Marvel and somewhat star Wars stuff of D 23, but it is a Disney convention. No, but when you're there, you end up buying from all of the yeah, sections of no Disney. For, it's you can't help yourself because they 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 make it so like you're like don't you want to go to this one i'm like yeah i kind I, I think i do now i don't know do i want golden girls merch i guess yeah, I'm about to yeah say, if you I didn't know I already do. disney owns a lot of shit yeah that's so, probably something in that building you're like <laughs> so i so i don't mind not dropping like 500 to a grand on on merch at disney plus or disney d23 this year but I, with that said, I am excited about Saturday, which will be the Marvel panel. Um, and I believe, like, you know, when... So I didn't go to the Comic-Con panel with you guys. To, no. um, I, that was a choice I made. I didn't want to sit and wait for my, my wristband for Hall H. And I didn't want to sit through all the crap that they talked about in Hall H that wasn't Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I had a fun day. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, like I didn't get to be there for the moments where you guys got to cry and, and celebrate everything that got announced and all these things. I get it. You know, um, I, I know what I missed, but, um, I was actually, I had already read like kind of a spoiler list of the leaks that were supposedly going to be dropped at Comic-Con and nothing that was really shown at Comic-Con was surprising to me. But what was surprising is all the things that I read about that didn't get announced at Comic-Con. Yeah. And so so one can only assume that those are the things that are going to be dropped on this weekend at D23. And there, I mean, there were coy at that Comic-Con panel too, where, you know, Feige, they like to show the the roadmap, right? That's like Mm -hmm. always the big exciting thing. Uh, And there's blanks. There's a lot of blanks in that roadmap. Again, we okay. have a map of to up until 2025. Most of 2023 and 2024 is filled out, but there's still a shit ton of slots and a st- ton of stuff that we know that they've talked about and haven't talked about since and stuff yeah. that they haven't talked about that is 100% happening. Okay, so here's here's my question to you and I yeah. think we we can make a game out of this since we're not doing trivia. Um I want to know, I want to share predictions for what we think. And I don't want none of these, like, I think Blade's going to be there. No, that's bull. I don't, that's garbage. I don't care about if Blade shows up. I'm talking about, I want to know what you think they're going to reveal that has not been revealed before. 
And I'm oh. not talking about footage for things that are Can currently I give filming. the easy one off the bat? So we can take turns, but right. I think, I think, what do you want to do? Like top three things or top five things? Uh, what do you Top five. Top five things. And I think whoever gets more of them right uh, gets a, gets a pizza next week or something. All right. All right. Sure. All right. Uh, you go first. What's your first one? What's your first thing that you want? You want? Can I lump two together or no? Sure. Well, I guess I'll, I'll lump one together. I'll say one. They're going to announce Werewolf by Night and put a date on it. They still have not, from Marvel, there's not been a mention of, of that uh, Halloween special. It's filmed. It's shot. Uh, the director. What's, you I mean it's thing? animated? <laughs> no, it, it's live action. It's live action? Yeah. I thought it's animated. Oh, man. Now you make me second guess. I'm I could have swore it's it's live action because they have... The leaks that I'm seeing is that it's a very Teen Wolf-esque take on... Visually on the werewolf. Hmm... Yeah, we will, we will get a, a, a Werewolf by Night official announcement at D23. That that seems like a lock lock in the system. Okay. I'll, I'll take the easy one. All right. Okay. I think uh, I there's been a lot of rumor that Henry Cavill has been cast in the Marvel Universe. Do you see as who? Uh, do I see as who? I've seen uh, two different theories. Uh, one as... Um, Captain Britain, which mm-hmm. I think is super cool. That's a good one. The the other as Hyperion. That's the other one I saw. Um, the I'm cool with either of those. The leading rumor with that is uh, Loki season two is where a Henry Cavill will pop up. Um, okay, which will make sense, I think. Sure, uh, I'm, you can I'm cool you can get that. weird with the characters there. Yeah, I I think. Either way, it's a Superman type character. Um, and I think the idea of announcing or uh, or introducing the Excalibur uh, mm-hmm. uni- universe before the X-Men is super cool. It, him him like as Cat cool. in Britain would be cool. Isn't Hyperion essentially like a Superman analog? He's a bad Superman. <laughs> so he's Homelander. Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, he's Homelander before Homelander existed. Huh. I, so I, 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 so I, for that reason, I kind of would prefer he's Captain Britain, but I, I'm not going to say just because the boys did it, you know, first on T on screen yeah. that, that Marvel can't do it better. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, cause the Marvel, ha- the squadron Supreme is essentially the, the justice league, but gone wrong yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um and so i i think they're cool like and i i wouldn't mind seeing that like the homelander's story is very similar to um to hyperion's in Mm -hmm. that like you know except the difference is like hyperion actually is an alien just like superman but you get to see what happens when he doesn't get raised by the perfect, <laughs> the perfect, you know, old married yeah. couple in Kansas. Uh, what happens when he gets raised by the government and which is very similar to Homeland story, Homelander story. But 
Um, but yeah, that's my first guess. What, what else yeah. you got? Again, you're you're going for some deeper cuts, man. Fantastic Four. I think we'll get we'll get the Fantastic Four uh, cast announced as well as the director, which we kind of got a leak uh, two weeks ago. But that that seems to be like that'll be like the tent pole of that that showcases, you know, bringing back the Marvel's first family. Um, the side rumors I've seen with that is they're going to announce that Spider-Man will be in that movie. Um, but that one seems a little iffy on the on the leak on the leak side of things, because um, there's obviously other parties involved with that type of announcement. But for sure, we'll get a Fantastic Four out of this. I don't you necessarily think, think that means we get mean, the whole cast. I think we'll get the whole Fantastic Four. I don't think that gives us a doom, though. I've heard rumors uh, that John Krasinski has been signed. Mm -hmm. I don't know that the, I love that. I've also, I I've, also like heard, I've also heard rumors that Penn Badgley is up in the running, and Penn Badgley is from the Netflix show You, mm -hmm. and. He's amazing on that show, and I actually could see him being the slightly sociopathic uh, <laughs> Reed Richards. That because that's what Reed is. Reed is yeah, so, he's so like into his work that he's just yeah. He's like uh, he's like uh, a beautiful mind. You know what mm. I mean? Like where he's so into the formulas and stuff like that. That like it's the the other three that keep him grounded. Like he actually in one of the bigger events of of the Marvel comics, like the 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 sequel, Secret Wars uh, sequel, um, he is the bad guy, but it's a version of him in the Ultimate Universe mm -hmm. that just didn't get he didn't form those bonds in the same way with Sue and Ben and 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 Johnny, and so he just let his mind go to the furthest extent and he ended up trying to take over all the universes, all the multiverse. And um, that makes sense, you know, like, so he's basically like the, the rickest Rick. Well, yeah, I think it's basically, you know? it's a, the relation is opposite. That's basically yes. him, but yes, I know, but people know, people yeah. see, you know, what they Council see of Ricks comes from fantastic four. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, that's a good one. Did you see, uh, I forget her name. She's a free guy. Jody is it Comer? Jody Comer. Yeah. That's the the rumor for Sue right now. Really? Yeah. See, if it's if it's gonna be John Krasinski, the likelihood that Emily Blunt is 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 Invisible Woman is very high. Uh, that's just good marketing right there. Well, it's also Marvel has wanted her for a long time. She was mm -hmm. their first choice for Black yeah, Widow. Black Widow, and she turned it. Down. And then she was their first choice for Peggy Carter. So she's she she's a bad she, agent. She's well, she, yeah, she had bad. She had scheduling conflicts both times. Um, so it's not that she didn't want to do them; it's that she couldn't do them. Um, but yeah, I I I agree with you that I think the Fantastic Four is is a very obvious one. I was just like. You know, if you want to play the low hanging fruit game, I guess well, we can yeah, do that. That's game. why we got we got five or whatever. We All right, one. cool. Deadpool, Deadpool. We're gonna know what's up with Deadpool by the end of this week. Imagine if they call it Deadpool Homecoming. I don't care what it's called. I'm just. I need him. I need yeah. him in the scene with She Hulk. Both of them just together. It's a little like you do a Deadpool movie before you do an X Men, right? I kind of want one before an, an X-Men movie. 
I I want him to be the weird reason that the X Men happen or so. I don't know. That would be hilarious if he's the father of the of the X Men in this universe <laughs> or something. You know. Um. But yeah. No. I I want. I want that. I want. I want a. Uh, I want a Deadpool. I want to know. I want to know what the, what the plot is, or or loosely who he's what he, who he's fighting, or whatever, or why he's in the MCU. Any anything. Mm-hmm. I just want Ryan Reynolds there with everybody else. That's that's what I want to know. All right, what do you got? I think we'll get some Disney Plus announcements in the form of uh, season twos. I think you get a season two of Moon Knight. That seems like a pretty safe uh, safe bet right there. I think the kicker with with uh, or the big one with the they'll, they'll announce a season two Shiulk at at D twenty three. You're riding high. You got to ride the high off the show. I'm sure it's somewhat internally greenlit whether or not the cast and crew know about it. But I think you ride that wave and and drop a you know oh yeah we're that doing show. More. That show more than any other Marvel property is built for TV, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, and that's all. You, and for that, that's all you have to say for that. You could probably give a date for a Moon Knight too, but the She Hulk, you can just leave it, leave it for the next D twenty three. Just drop the nugget that you're going to do it and and dip out. But all right, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I will go with another one that. I've heard a while ago and I just kind of, I kind of want it to be true. Like I'm okay <laughs> buying you a pizza if I'm wrong on this one. Um, supposedly they have an actor to play Dracula in Blade. Oh yeah. I know this one. You want to say it? Yeah. yeah. An- Anthony Starr. It's a good looking Dracula right there. AKA That's a- Homelander. I think that would be amazing if it's true. He's just the slick back hair. He has just, the, the Dracula face. I think I think he could pull off an amazing Dracula. And Dracula's public domain, so everybody can have him. Um, so there you go. Is there anything yeah. cool with Marvel's Dracula or is it just the same dude? <laughs> uh, not that I remember. Like he's 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 Dracula, you know, like but uh, I mean, I know that they tried to like urbanize him in that Blade Three, Blade <laughs> Trinity movie, and that was just—it was too much. It was too much. So, but yeah, I want to see. I want to see a, a a Blade villain announcement for okay for any Blade announcement announcement. Shit, they they twenty nineteen the last we heard about that, and then yeah. Well, I want I want a villain announcement because mm-hmm. we know Blade's coming. We're not we're not. It's not a surprise, you know. Yeah. But it would be great if if uh, Dracula was there. Let's see. I got. I think we'll get. How many was that? Was that was that three for me? Three for you. I think it's three for both of us, right? I said. I said. Uh, uh, Dracula, Ryan Reynolds, and um, Hyperion. Or Hyperion or Henry Henry Henry. Henry yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll get an Eternals two announcement. You got Chloe Zhao coming back. Hmm. Do you think we're gonna get that one right now? I think you do. If you okay. don't get her, if you don't get her now, I don't think you get her back again. And I think she's a big part of why that movie. I don't want to say 
she's a she's a big part of why that movie works, I think, just visually. And there's a bigger story to tell there. They definitely left the door open. You got a you got a Academy Award winning director. Uh, you got Harry Styles locked into a property. You make that happen now, while the iron is hot and while Harry's not spitting on people. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna steal one. Okay. From from you, just because I want some low hanging fruit too. Um, I think you're gonna get some announcements on some X Men. I think you get the Professor X. I think and, you get Professor X and, and possibly a Cyclops. I don't think you get X Men. I think you get Professor X and you can have Professor X and Cyclops without being X Men. There's there's a pretty big rumor that they have uh, Giancarlo signed for something, yep. Denzel signed for something. Uh so I mean that's if I'm putting the pieces, that's a pretty good Professor X magneto combo in either 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 format um so i think it'd be really cool if both of them are black and they're they're more they're more just in line with the professor x and the and the uh i'm sorry i meant malcolm x and the and uh martin luther king uh, martin luther king thank you um i think that would be really cool uh i wouldn't mind that'd be interesting denzel as as magneto the only trick I have, the only trick I have, I get a little uncomfortable when you cast like older people as as these characters that I wish could be around forever. Like I really appreciated what they tried doing with First Class, where mm-hmm. they tried having some younger actors that could be there for a long Couldn't time. Commit to the chair, though. Uh, yeah, he couldn't come into the chair, but like, I really loved the guy they got for for uh, for Magneto in those. Oh, movies. Fastbender's great. Yeah, Fastbender's great. It just got weird when like the movies caught up to like the '90s, and Fastbender still looked great. And ten years later, he's supposed to turn into Ian McKellen, and I'm like, this doesn't work. This doesn't work, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'm kind of afraid. Like when you go, you know, at like what Denzel's gotta be in his late 60s right like he's mm-hmm. like it just it only concerns me is like how long can you but i mean it's have it's, a magneto you know is the x-men franchise bigger than magneto and professor x it is but magneto is the best x-men villain okay. of all and and the, the thing about magneto is like when done right he's not even just the best x-men villain He's one of the best Marvel villains, too, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, if you're giving everybody their day in the sun, right? If Kang gets to be the big bad for a little while, and then Doctor Doom presumably gets to be the big bad, um, it would be nice one day if you get to see a Magneto versus an Iron Heart. You kind of have Iron to get Man all everyone out the door, right? Before, like, because I think the end game for a lot of people is a Galactus. But how do you how do you top a? I don't think a Galactus, Galactus is the end game. No, I think, no. I think there's, I think there's more ridiculous things that you could have. But okay. Galactus is fun. A Galactus is fun. Like uh, honestly, like we're doing things in reverse because like 
in the comics, the Infinity War was like one of the biggest things ever that happened in the Marvel Universe. So we're kind of like just picking up the leftovers at this point. Oh, you know? oh yeah. Um, so, and that yeah. was an Infinity War that didn't even have nearly as many characters as there were in the story in the comics. You know. Yeah, work work with what you got. But in any case, I would love to see some X Men stuff besides Ryan Reynolds. I, I really want, I really want that. And I and they've been teasing us this year. You know what I mean? Like with Miss Marvel, like like dropping the M word. And I, w- I, I mean, that was M for mutant. Everybody, it almost you misheard <laughs> me. It almost feels certain. Like at the very least, I think we get a um, we get the title, whatever it is, X Men, X Men, or. or what was the uh, the running the mu- title? The, mu- the, mu- the, the mutants. mutants, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with and that. And a date or a slot with it. And I think you can just slot that in and it'd be okay. But you, I feel like you'd want to announce it with the Professor X ready to go. But I just mm-hmm. don't think you get uh, an X-Men. I think you just get like the one, the one or two. I think you get both. Well, All right. What do you, what is your guess then? Uh, let's see what what else we're missing here. Uh, I stole that from you. I you know, you took that one. Mm, I got. I've seen some Nova stuff float around, and that's another another untouched thing that I think a Nova could pop up in Captain Marvel. Right, that seems like a good fit. I mean, everybody wanted him to show up in Guardians. Um, um, and they're and they're kind of there. Gunn tried, he tried, but he just didn't ended up not doing it. Yeah. The the preferring rumors of Nova show, I'll I'll commit to a Nova anything, <laughs> either Nova movie or Nova show. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the last one I'll go with is just uh, it's a little more bonkers, but I I think there's definitely a lot of traction with this one. Um. So, uh, Wonder Man. Yes, we've been. I think, uh, I think we're gonna get a Wonder Man. We had that announcement or that leak uh, last week. Jeremy Allen White. Right? Jeremy Allen White. I think I it's think either him get... or Henry Golding. He was the other one, right? See now, that's better. He actually looks more like like Wonder Man. Wonder Man is supposed to be like the perfect one of the. He's a right very, that's part. That's very... part of his. Very handsome dude. He's not like perfect, but he's very handsome. Yeah. Um, I Henry Golding would be better, but either way, I think it's I think we're gonna get a, a Wonder Man. Um because okay. we're we're trying to fill out this Avengers team like with all the second tier Avengers and uh like, Wonder I Man's think, definitely one yeah. of them. I think we have a good sense of the movies. It's a lot of this like Disney Plus stuff that's kind of up in the air for a lot of people and what shows are gonna be announced and what you know if they're are they, I don't want to call them, like, are they a series more like Moon Knight, where it's like a six-episode thing? Is it more like a She-Hulk thing? Like, I think you can do yeah. a, a longer-form Wonder Man, right, if you're playing that comedy angle. Yeah, and I told but, you before, I don't know how the MCU will adapt Wonder Man, because, like, the whole thing is, like, his character in the comics is very much intertwined with Scarlet Witch and Vision, as, like, mm-hmm. he's actually visions visions persona is a hybrid of uh ultron and wonder man and so since that didn't happen 
Um, I mean, there's a white vision somewhere in this world, so sure. No, but I'm saying like that's how vision starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're not starting there, you, you he's no longer tethered to that. He doesn't have to be. He can have his own identity. You know, mm -hmm. he has other other aspects of him. He's like he's an actor who. I think went bad and he got like ionic powers and he turns purple and shoots lasers and stuff. And at first he was doing bad stuff, but then he became a hero and you know, there's, there's stuff there, but I'm just trying to figure out other than the part where he's an actor, like what, <laughs> what is this, the, what is the angle that we're going with with this character? And I, you know, I trust in Marvel at this point, like every, they, they, they always like different perspectives and they like to try playing with different genres. So, it's really just about seeing what genre it's going to be, because I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. You got a last guess or no? No, that's I'm, I'm locking in my picks. You got locking in the four? Locking in the four. All right. It's only an hour, hour presentation. What else you got? I mean. You got Ralph Boner. That's supposed to be coming up in a Wonder Man. He's supposed to pop up in Wonder Man. Right. So is that your prediction then? I'm not going to commit to that. I'm standing with Frank on this one. <laughs> I thought Frank is really is Frank. Frank pro Ralph Boner. Or... Yeah, he wants okay. he wants Ralph Boner to come right. back in. in no. man. So you're like, no, no, no thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, there's our predictions. Um, we will keep track of them. And next week we'll tally the votes and see how uh, how we did and eat. And somebody's eating a pizza. In front yeah, we're going to eat a pizza. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Um, you want to talk about the things that we showed up to talk about? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Here's us 46 minutes ago saying, we could do a short show. We could do a short okay. show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now here we are finally talking about uh, Harley Quinn season three, episode nine. Uh, before we do that, I mean, like, I mean, I, we probably should have said this when we were doing our crazy predictions, but those are just predictions. So they're technically not spoilers un until they actually happen. But yeah, uh, spoiler warning for Harley Quinn, uh, episode nine. It just came out, uh, you know, the Thursday of this week. So we understand if you haven't had a chance to watch it. I get it. Um, if you if you're interested in knowing what happens, uh, you know, for yourself go watch it and then come back and check us out otherwise you know just stick stick around and we're gonna spoil the crap out of it um but yeah uh for what was it the the uh the title of that episode was a really good one it, misleading to me i thought it was gonna be something cooler than it was but um, <laughs> the title was climax at jazza pajiza um, and, uh, the, the summary of that one was when an inadvertent plant zombie apocalypse breaks out in Gotham, Harley fights to save the city while Ivy embraces her inner supervillain. Um, I wanted Jazza Pajiza to be something other than what it was, but it was still funny. Uh, but tell me what you, what your thoughts on this one were. Uh, until the start of the show, when you said it was the episode before the finale, I thought this was a finale. <laughs> I was pretty happy at the end of this one. Oh, really? I was like, okay, that's a cool way to put it. She goes bad, but not really. But I like this episode. I don't know if it's my favorite Harley Quinn episode, but I... 
lot of like just um you get to see Harley go the hero side and Ivy lean the villain side, kind of the full extent, while a crazy, unchecked Batman tries to bring back a dead parents. And that's like I thought that was kind of a funny little story there. Yeah. So I'll, I'll back it up a second. So basically yeah. that the premise of this one is Bruce Wayne used Ivy's Frank. Ivy's jacked up Frank, who now has like godlike plant powers. To uh, he altered Frank's DNA and used him to he planted him into the ground to use him to res- resurrect his parents. Inadvertently, it ended up you know the roots go everywhere in the ground, so it ended up resurrecting all the dead people in Gotham City. But they didn't come back normal; they came back as <laughs> plant zombies. Plant and- zombies. And who like to go around vomiting black liquid on everything. And, uh, you know, this episode is there's basically two stories going on, which is one uh, Batman and his team and and, or sorry, Bruce, Bruce's. Bruce is realizing he made an oops, like he made a big oops Um, and and his team and Harley are trying to fix up that that mess. Um, But. On the other side of it, you have Har- or, uh, Ivy, who is realizing that her original plan to terraform Gotham may have gotten, quote, fucked up by Bruce, um, but it doesn't mean it still can't take place. Yeah. So she kind of has like this realization that she can take control of these plant zombies and remake Gotham in her image. And um, so, yeah, she has a turn, right? She has that villainous turn. That you kind of always expect Ivy to do because, like, Ivy is one of Batman's greatest rogues or one of his greatest villains. But she, most of the time on this show, doesn't really do a lot of villainous shit. No. At least lately, you know? So, uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool to see that. I see how you could like this to be the conclusion, which just ends with, like, you know, Harley making the sacrifice that it's not really much of a sacrifice, but it's no. funny in the moment, you know, like to make uh, Ivy reverse everything and turn Gotham back to normal and sacrificing her own plans for re- re- remaking the world in, in as a, veg- a vegetation friendly place. Um, and then it ends with her just screaming, fuck, you know, like <laughs> I get that, that you could see that being a, a, a conclusion. But like when I read, you know, climax at Jazzafajiza, if you're telling a story correctly or, you know, like you do the climax in the ninth episode and then in the 10th episode, it's what referred to as like the denouement, which is allowing the resolution kind of like kind of like an epilogue Mm -hmm. of everything to see to see where things kind of like settle. You know what I mean? And and in the settling, you can still have stuff cliff cliffhangers. Yeah. You can still have cliffhangers and stuff. So, um, so if anything, it made me excited for next week that it ended there because what does that mean for their relationship? Right, like like that was a that was a big thing, right? Like they kind of she kind of put well, she her... put confidence in Ivy, and then Ivy used that confidence to enact her will on the plants and. Followed through with her plan. And she thought Harley would be okay with it. Yeah. You know, so like 
They so they have different a little different. They have a they have some miscommunications going on. Oh, here. for sure. Um, um, I mean, real quick, my God, when Harley gets the vomit on her and starts screaming, that was that was a little real. It was pretty intense. Right? That wasn't like, that was, like a cartoon scream. That was Kaylee like Kiel- a, Cuoco's uh, acting in that was pretty awesome. Like um, I loved it. Like I was browsing my phone. <laughs> so bad. I was, you know, checking my phone for the million things I have to do right now. And when that scream came on, I didn't know if it was real or not. It was pretty violent. It was a violent yeah, scream. Like. Like Which was r- funny because the first one we saw was Tony Hale, right? When uh, Dr. Psycho is the first one to get vomited yeah. on. And then he's like, so hypothetically, if a friend of mine got vomit on it, you know, like, and they play it really comedic, right? Like he has a whole Pinocchio moment where his nose comes <laughs> out. like, um, And and it sounds kind of painful, but it's pretty fast. And so, yeah, they, they kind of like did the whole Tom Holland uh, thing with, with, you know, like, uh, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark, with no, with dude. Harley. Oh my god! Like they just made you feel that moment. Hereditary ass screaming right there. It like, was a pretty, it was a pretty visceral scream. Um, it was really cool, and she's crying the whole time too. Like, yeah, they, they animated her crying, so like it was very violent, very violent, and 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 so yeah, I, I appreciate that Ivy waited almost no time to snap it all back to normal. Um, you know no need to prolong that like uh she prolonged i mean she let us go through the entire pain so uh, at least she 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 fixed it fast and then i like when she asked her she's like are you okay and all you get out of harley is a grunt she's like oh <laughs> she's like she can't even vocalize yet because she just experienced so much trauma um but yeah that was that was really cool and then like the other thing going on in the story like i said before is um bruce is kind of realizing that he made a big mistake and <laughs> and and king shark is actually the guy to kind of help <laughs> bruce wayne possibly get over his childhood trauma like that was amazing it's I, just hilarious like when he finds king shark in his mansion and he's not the weirdest thing there king shark's like yo there's zombies behind you <laughs> like yeah like, oh th- those are my parents <laughs> <laughs> but king shark really just tries to help him understand you know that he needs to be a lot further along in, in... well they, they relate their traumas right <laughs> yeah and then it's yeah. revealed like oh your parents died like 30 years ago dude you need to <laughs> oh my bad i thought you okay i don't want to judge but you should be further along than you are you know <laughs> it's so good it's pretty yeah it's good but i think the the ultimate thing you know when he realizes that he has to set things back and he has to kill his parents so that they can stay dead and he's like thinking about the trauma he's going to experience from having to kill them after after having the trauma for 30 years of watching them die and king shark's like well well, I'll do it for you. You know, like that's. <laughs> um, what does that mean for Batman and King Shark? Like, I don't. Are they besties now? Like, what? I don't. I well, don't know. King what this Shark. Is. I don't think he knows that he's Batman. I think they're all no, oblivious no, to that. Not. Yeah, that, only that only Harley. Does, only Harley knows. But I'm yeah. saying the next time Batman confronts King Shark. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. 
he's just gonna let it slide, right? Even yeah, though everyone of all of them, King Shark is the most brutal murderer of, stuff, <laughs> of like all of Harley's gang. Harley's got a good death count, but she's got nothing on King Shark, no. man. Um, but yeah, no, it's I. That's what I think is the funniest thing about that character is he's so sweet. You know, like it's kind of played this similar to like uh, the way Stallone played him in um, in uh, uh, Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. Like very sweet, innocent character, looking character that will but just just we'll murder just completely you. maul anything, yeah, anything with flesh. Um, um, the other like, one, oh, what were you gonna say? I was like, I like we got heart, we got Ivy in in the outfit. Yes, we got Ivy with full kitty heel. <laughs> um but she got no she got the full classic outfit you know like when she basically sailor mooned herself and and, <laughs> and and became her final form i thought that was pretty cool um my, my wife asked me she's like did you jizz did you jizz when that happened I was, oh my like, God. I was like yes everybody everybody collectively jizzed when harley finally wore the thing um i also really liked lake bell's performance as evil Har- uh, ivy like mm-hmm. I could, I could hear the shift in her voice, and it was pretty cool. Like even if it was just for that one episode, like it but was. But she cool wasn't like her. comically evil, though. I think the Harvey that or the the Ivy that we know is still in there, and even though like I thought she totally changed her vocabulary. No, she, no, she just got like she just got uh, um, tempted by all the power. Yeah, right. Like she gave in to the temptation, and and she could feel all the power that she had and and you know um you can still hear it in her voice like that's that's the hallmark of good voice acting you know like um it's you know if she would have done it a little better she would have got the emmy instead of chadwick boseman uh were they both nominated uh i don't know but chadwick he won an emmy the other day yeah for for what if for what if yeah Mm -hmm. lake bells in wakanda forever so we know it's full circle is she? Yeah. As, oh, there's some as, there's some as, rumors as, for for you then. As Black Widow. Yes, Lake Bell is Black Widow. Well, she was in What If. Um. Oh yeah, she was in What If. Um. Yeah. As a scientist, that's that's what her role is. Oh, okay. kind of, I think that's what they've announced. She is a scientist. Okay. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, no. I and then the only other thing that I can think of that like there's two two characters. One uh bane bane got his closure which mm-hmm. was a is a dumb story arc but it was funny it was for a gag i i really thought bane was going to be more important to this season than he was but he just ended up being really bitter about not getting his wedding gift returned to him since they didn't get married um but he got you know he got a sacrifice play from from harley and so now he all is forgiven and bane is bane is happy um I thought that was funny, but it, it it was weird to me at the same time because I I just felt like you could use this character a little bit better than that. But I think the thing that I thought was funniest about this episode, and I guess the show in general, is how down to clown all of the actors are that they don't even care if they have like the smallest parts ever, right? Like like we knew that Tony Hale was going to come back this week to be Doctor Psycho some more, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Because that's the way the episode ended last week, where they're all tied up together. By the way, don't know why you would ever tie up a clay face. <laughs> and I really think it's funny when they untie him. He's like, oh, my wrist feels so much better. 
like that's a funny insight you know that's a joke because like you can't tie up a clay face um he's but, acting he's acting yeah, yeah yeah but i really thought it was funny that tony hale just showed up for like what three or four lines in that episode and then he's out he's just out for the rest i of honestly the show. thought they were gonna like kill him like when they did the tree thing because they didn't he didn't turn well, back didn't. immediately no yeah we didn't just, know what was gonna happen no right? yeah um, and then scene goes for like uh, Harvey Guillen as Nightwing. Not a lot of lines in that episode, but you know, they they're fun. Like you you get you get the idea that he's just a total simp for Batman, and it's really funny, you know. <laughs> but and then like likewise, what I thought was really funny is like they found a way to have Robin in the episode without even paying the voice actor. He's just not. He never talks. Teenagers. Yeah, it's teenagers, right? Oh, you wouldn't know because you died when I was eight. And he just dips too. That's hilarious. Like he just goes in his room for the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then Clayface too. He's only in the first few scenes of the show, right? And then he's like, "I can't help but think my serious portrayal of his father may have led to some of this." And then you know, uh, Doctor Psycho's like, "Oh." Who's the what's the next role you playing? Sherlock fucking Holmes. <laughs> uh, but then he dips out because he's like, wait, does this mean every dead person has been brought back for the dead? So I got to assume next week we get the follow up to know where Clayface went. I'm assuming he dug up Billy Bob Thornton's body. <laughs> I, that's just my assumption. Like you've had. They've used Billy Bob Thornton in several episodes of this. this you got to get your money's worth. Yeah, um, but that's what I'm saying. Like these actors are down to just be in the smallest parts of this 22 minute episode of a show, uh, just because it contributes to the whole story. And uh, like Swamp Thing, Swamp yeah, Thing has like, a little moment too in the one green. scene, um, which oh boy, I really biffed that speech, didn't I? <laughs> um, all of it's good. Yeah, I'm really liking this season, especially like I said last week. Ever since I learned that we get another one, it's way better. But I guess the question for you is, since you thought this was the final episode and it's not, uh, what do you want out of next week? Uh, I think it would be a cool full circle moment if Harley joins the Bat family. And I think it works because she knows, obviously, the, the secret, right? And she's kind of pseudo buddies with Batgirl now. Um, and I think that would be like the ultimate arc for right. The Harley Quinn to to now fight for, you know, learn how to fight the, the good way, the Batman way. I think 100 percent that's the arc that they're going to lean into next mm -hmm. season. But I think there's a there's a an extra part to that arc, which is. I want them to do that while still trying to maintain her friendships with all of her villains, <laughs> all of her villain friends, you know what I mean? Like, and she's going to find the struggle that's there because of that, because there's a lot of good comics where Harley does go good and, and good stories like the injustice story. Uh, Harley ends up joining team Batman. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's not unprecedented. So, um, and you know, suicide squad also like they, they had a suicide squad, like, cameo at the beginning of the season yeah <laughs> but like she's not part of them yet you know so i'm interested to see yeah harley leaning into the good side um and maybe the rest of them leaning more into the villain side or something like that you know so 
Yeah, you can get like a Civil War moment where some go with Ivy and some go with Harley. And... <laughs> Civil War moment, you yeah. But I, I will say, like, beyond that, um, I am very interested to see where Batman goes. Like, does Batman retire and just leave it up to everybody else to do it? Because, like, yeah, I think he got some. Really, I think he got some really good closure here. You know what I mean? So, like, like he, he like the way you do it is just make Bruce Wayne get tangled up in so much, so so many lawsuits after what happened. And true, you, you take him off the board for a season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, next season's the final season. You know, so I mean, it's it's they haven't announced that it's the final season, but I think you. I th- I'm pretty sure they did actually. Did they? Yeah, they said okay. for the final season. Yeah, that's a good run. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I feel like this show is just such a it's it demonstrates such a strong knowledge of both Harley Quinn and Batman that I would like to see a cool ending to Batman that we've never seen before. And I feel like it's something like the retirement, but not as stupid as the retirement he has in, in Dark Knight Rises. Um something more meaningful than that it's a you know? toast to alfred yeah so there's something there uh where 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 we could see it because like honestly like that whole sequence where they're like fighting all the zombies with all of batman's gear and our ivy gets pissed off because like it's all non-lethal ordinance and she's like what the hell nothing you know and they're like yeah we as a family just decided to just don't want to kill <laughs> and uh no exceptions right and i i just think that whole scene was a love letter to everybody who got butt hurt by Zack snyder's batman like it was just like saying we get it we understand that this is this is the ridiculous link that the batman you know goes to right it's just no killing because of his trauma right it's because everything's because of the trauma and even if it doesn't make the the slightest bit of sense like why would you never have lethal ordinance in case of a zombie apocalypse, right? You know, not a good idea, but that's what they did, you know? So they're just going around shooting nets at zombies and shit. Like, and it's, it's funny. It's really funny. But yeah, I, I think I want to see, I want to see at the next week, I want to see Ivy like cliffhang with that, like which way is she going to go? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, at the following season, it would be cool to see her explore that. And then it's likewise with Batman, I kind of want this season to cliffhang with where's he going to go? You know, like, is he done? He might be done, you know, so who knows? But um, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm kind of curious what our audience thinks, like what, you know, if you guys have ideas of where you think this is going to go, um, let us know because we're curious and mm-hmm. Also, let us know what you think about our crazy predictions, even though like you know, <laughs> you'll know the facts by by Saturday for sure. Um, all right. You want to you want to finish up and talk about let's, the one last let's thing? Let's finish strong. All right. It's time to put spotlight on She-Hulk uh, season one, episode four. Um, this one was titled is this not real magic? And uh, and uh, same spoiler warning applies to this one as the other one. Uh, also, She-Hulk came out same day, Thursday, as as uh, Harley Quinn. So I really don't blame you if you haven't watched it. 
even once uh, or twice like I did, you know, which is really crazy. Um, I, I don't know, man, like I, I have such mixed feelings about about this show in general. And I don't mean that to say that it's a bad show. It's that I watch the show every week mm-hmm. and I am in love for a full 30 minutes or 25 <laughs> minutes, whatever. Like I just am filled with joy. And then I go on TikTok and social media oh, and God. stuff. And I am constantly assailed by idiots. Idiots who just oh, do not step on or there. I just don't understand like why people are deciding that that they can tell people how to think. You know what I mean? Like like somebody saying it's a good show, somebody saying it's a bad show. And then whatever one they're saying, somebody else says, no, you're wrong. And then it's like, well, it's opinion. Um, so that's weird. That's weird. But like people got into some really crazy shit this week on TikTok because She-Hulk is just pissing people off. And I get it. There's a whole group of misogynists that just hate this show yeah. just for existing. I get it. You know what I mean? But like, I also get that if you didn't want a Marvel comedy, this might not be your cup of tea because like this is definitely Marvel trying it's straight up comedy, you know, 100 percent. Again, there's 23 movies, 25 movies, uh, eight shows, uh, literal thousands of hours of content or not probably 8000 hours of content. Right. You think that's a safe, safe bet? 1000? 1000. I don't know about that, but there's a lot, there's, there's, a lot of content out there. There's hundreds of hours of content. It's so think of it like going to the Cheesecake Factory at this point. I love the Cheesecake Factory. A lot of stuff there I like at the Cheesecake Factory. A lot of stuff that I'll try. A lot of stuff that I won't try as well. But that's okay because there's a lot of other stuff that I know I'll like. Mm-hmm. And that's what this show is. I think everyone's trying to make it uh, the Infinity War uh, Winter Soldier high level stakes. And that's not what that's not what they're trying to do here. They are very clearly making a comedy. A very self-aware comedy that pokes fun at not only at itself but at the the world the that they the, the viewers world. and the world that they the insane world that they live in so you're either yeah. on for the ride or you're not i mean if you want the serious thing what's the next disney plus show uh secret, secret invasion there you go that's your your winter soldier the tv show i guarantee it and you'll love it but yeah. this is not that and that's okay you just have to be okay with it yeah, I think so. I think the thing that really comes down to it about just in Marvel in general is, uh, you know, yeah, we run a podcast where we like to talk about Marvel every week. So you can pretty much expect that we're going to watch everything Marvel, uh, even the things that are on Hulu that aren't really part of the MCU. <laughs> we've done it right. Yeah, we did. We, we watched did Morbius. We did now on Netflix. Oh, oh, it's on Netflix now. And it's oh. Yeah, we did Morbius. Dude, I went to see Morbius for you guys just so that I could talk about that show. And and I hate that movie so much. But like, here's the thing. You don't have to be us because you're not running no. a podcast. We're doing this for you so that you don't have to. And believe me when I say that like not everything is going to be for you, just like Ricky was saying, you know, like so I, I think the trick that happened here is you know, prior to Marvel, what, like the, the closest thing people had to something 
with this longevity that they could they could say oh i did i've seen all of these or all of that you know like was james bond star wars and star trek yeah you know what i mean like the those three franchises are just like oh yeah i've been i've been watching james bond since since sean connery or you know like or doctor who yeah throw doctor who in there exactly um and but those are all single franchises, right? Like they're one thing. Yeah. Like all Star Wars is a Star Wars. You know, like it's just, it's all the same Star Wars. All James Bond is James Bond. And and all Star Trek is, well, okay, Star Trek's a few, a few things, but it's just a few different places in time, you know, but it's all the same storyline still. The problem with Marvel is... Once it trained people to understand what was happening, where every single individual franchise was connected to a larger franchise, it made people think that they need to have the badge of honor by constantly watching all of it, you know? And so it's a, there's this weird sense of entitlement and a sense of gatekeeping that arises from that. Well, I, I've seen all of these things and it's like, and at the end of the day, like, if you have done all of that, but you've never read the comics, there's another layer of gatekeeping, right? Like, it's, yeah, it, well, you know, so there's all these layers of, like, you know. Like, of, who, who of, can out nerd who, like, well, I watched, I read the books, and then, yeah, well, I read this run, and. But if you're ever reading something or watching something, it's actively making you angry. Maybe you should not be doing that. And right? that's no yeah. one should like you shouldn't don't watch it. Like it's just like yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. I, it's okay not to like it. Yeah, I've I've told this story before, but like for me, you know, I was reading a lot of Marvel comics hard in the early 2000s, and I was just picking up everything I could that was related to like these big events. And they were all different levels of serious comics. And they were all like, okay, cool. This is the one where Wolverine goes crazy and, and starts killing everybody. Oh, okay, and how are they going to solve that? And then, oh, here's the one where Spider-Man comes out as Peter Parker to everybody. Oh, that's really dramatic. And, you know, all these different stories were happening. And eventually, you know, somebody like got in my ear and told me, you should check out She-Hulk. And I did. And what I loved about it is it was completely none of that. It was just zany comedy. And I was like, where has this been my whole life? You know? And so <laughs> for me, I think, like you said, what we're 23 or 24 movies deep and, and eight shows deep. I think this is the perfect place for a breather. You know what I mean? Just a silly, like a silly nightcap. To to to. I mean, we go we're about to see Ant Man's family get fucked up by Kang. The Fantastic Four probably get fucked up by Kang. We're gonna watch an entire Black Panther movie, movie. where half of it's a funeral. Like you know <laughs> like, what I mean? Like half of that movie's funeral. Buckle up. So like, let's yeah. have a little fun, like before. Exactly. <laughs> so if you really need the drama, I promise that they're going to give it to you. But it ain't here. It ain't on She Hulk. And I can be okay with that, you know? So that preamble out of the way, what did you think of this episode? 
it felt like a very i won't say it felt like a comic book but it just felt like a very one-shot episode of what a she-hulk could be oh no there's this you know a strange uh, sorcerer doing magic at i it's not called the magic castle in the show but what is the magic castle the mystic castle and wong is suing him for for uh for abusing the magic right or abusing misusing the magic yeah that's a total she-hulk thing right like that's totally up her alley all right wong let's send him a cease and desist and take him to court it's exactly why glk and h formed a superhuman law de- it's such a of their thing. i don't say dumb premise but like it's a very like superhero show premise like we gotta sue the other magician yeah and they poke fun at it it's it's a total joke of an episode in the best of ways yeah you know they make they make fun of wong this this uh sorcerer supreme and you know the dude's getting like having beef with like a sideshow magician like it's it's hilarious totally hilarious yeah the other the other thing i really appreciated about this episode besides everything you just said was all right so like i said i've said many times i I read the comics for a while dan slot wrote them Mm -hmm. really funny um and i have also said in the past i don't know that i necessarily recommend people go back and read those because it is kind of weird from the sensibility of 2022 you know that like this guy was writing all these sexy stories about She-Hulk back in, in 2003 or 2002, like 20 years ago. Um, but whatever, take that for what you will. And, you know, if, if that's not something that bothers you, then cool, go back and write it, read it. But like one of the things that I secretly or not so secretly been waiting for is She-Hulk's dating life and that's the nice way i can put that like that's that's the really nice way i can put it because dan slot's uh comic goes into it in depth and it gets absurd it gets like whoa this is tmi didn't need to know that she hulk was hooking up with the juggernaut you know what i mean um well but yeah i really I, I was waiting, but I wasn't like I wasn't demanding it of this show because I was like, you know, let's see if it organically comes up because I don't want to say that they need to have her be dating on this show and have her and show what happens when see people want to date She-Hulk and not date Jen Walters. But I wanted it to happen. And so that that was the B story of this. Right. Like if the A story was Wong's court case with with, uh, you know, Donnie Blaze. <laughs> um, <laughs> then the B story was Jen hit, going out there. Dating, yeah. Right. She's like she's using what matcher or whatever it was. That mm-hmm. what it was called. Yeah. Well, you get to see her her dating struggles, but then her kind of furthering embrace the She-Hulk persona right. and starting to see like you kind of start the. I guess to your point, like in the comics, uh, what are the hubris of of Jen when she's in She Hulk form versus normal Jen? Yeah, you know, she gets really comfortable as She Hulk, and that's a problem for Jen because she starts losing her own identity. And so there is there are serious adult themes happening in this comedy. It's just like you know they're doing the Marvel formula that Frank has always been so nice on our show to to criticize but they're doing it 
at an exponential like scale, right? Like they're saying we're going to dump 80 billion jokes. And then after 10, nine episodes, you're going to get the feel. You're going to feel <laughs> like a little bad for her. Right. And so I'm down for this ride. It's funny, man. It's oh, man. and and like I I don't feel like there's ever a time where I turn this show on and I'm going to be disappointed anymore because like it's giving me exactly what the comic gave me. And I love it for that. That said, I can't end this show without saying that the breakout character of this episode is named Madison with two N's and a Y <laughs> and not in the place you think. <laughs> What the hell was that character? That was amazing. Like Patty Guggenheim. Where is she from? Something that we know or no? I'm gonna look her up because I forgot I was gonna look her up before the show. But all I know is that was the best. She was the best character in the whole episode. No, I her I don't call it drunkenness because like I guess she did always have a drink in her hand, but She's just that the most annoying person at every bar or every party. She's known for Florida girls and Mr. Mayor and splitting together. But the fact that she's in a show called Florida Girls tells me yeah, everything. It says I everything about. I need to know about yeah about her and her typecasting. She actually did play a Florida girl, right? She said she's from Florida. Yeah, but her dad moved to Phoenix, so sometimes she goes there to visit him. And she spoiled the Sopranos twice for poor Wong. Calls them and Wongers. Wongers. She calls them Wongers. And then somehow by the end of the show, they cuddle in on a couch watching This Is Us together. And they are best friends. And I really, really, really want to see Madison come back again. Not in She-Hulk, but just in anything else with Wong. Well, I always like those moments in Doctor Strange where we get to see Steven... Like in Multiverse of Madness, uh, when he the the opening while he's you know going to the wedding, he's like a, he's a normal dude who is also like the master of the mystic arts. But he, you get to see the the daily Stephen Strange, right? So it's kind of neat to see the flip side is the daily Wong. Like Wong's just trying to chill sometimes and watch The Sopranos. You know, the world's not always on fire for him. Yeah, but he gets looped into this dumb shit, so he has to like, he has to bring it all back yeah i do i do also love the commitment to the character of donnie blaze like there was a whole a whole story going on there that we were not privy to right like he has like this Past weird like beef. mentor mentor slash hype man in in cornelius like that like he, they've got his painting up on the wall above like you know in their office and stuff like and you're just like wondering, like, is this that kind of relationship that I've seen before in magician stories where it's like the older magician mentoring the younger, you know, like we just have to infer so much about it because like you just get to see it for what it's it is in that snapshot. And I I think that's like everything about this show, right, is everything is snapshots. So you you so it's nice to get to see a snapshot of Wong's personal life, right? It's like it's also such a. Just them, like, back to, like, the Mystic Castle. Like, that's a very L.A.S. thing, the Magic yeah. Castle. So for them to find, to think of that and then to loop it back into Wong, like, 
they even make a joke at it to be at the first uh Jen's first scene, like, oh, we got Wong back. It's uh Twitter, Twitter That's armor. Basically for the like Twitter armor, right? People love Wong. <laughs> so you know, like, good. The fourth you know exactly what they're stuff. doing. Yeah, they do, they do. Wong is great. Uh nobody can complain about Wong. And so uh or Wongers, whatever you want to call him. Um God. I'm shipping Wongers and, and Madison so hard now. Dude. Like that's that is the friendship that you just never would have imagined happening. But thank you, She Hulk, for giving us that. Um, yeah. And then like other than that, we got to see like some dating life stuff going on. Like we got to see Jen go on a lot of really, really bad dates. I got to see the drawn out dramatization of like two people on a date, an awkward date deciding like who pays the bill. Like that's <laughs> Scene. The build of the music in that scene was so cinematic, and it's ugh. that show knows exactly what it's doing. I've I've heard the show get a lot of crap for like subpar writing or cinematography or whatever. Like, and I'm like, just go it's watch. Not while you're there, go it's watch Ally McBeal. Go watch Ally McBeal because like this, is, you're forgetting you're forgetting how simple things stories can be told. You know, so at the end of the day, it's a big green woman who's. Just trying to live her life. Her you big know? green and, life. You know? Yeah, exactly. We so. do get a little. This almost felt like a very much like a side story in the kind of grander scheme thing that they're building up. But the little nugget at the end was uh, Titania has trademarked the term She-Hulk or the name She-Hulk. The name She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and she's like, this is kind of a bummer to end the episode on this note. But like, you know. Hopefully there's a good tag, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I, every episode, I kind of hope and wait that we bring it back to Jamila Jamil's character. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited that next week we'll finally do it at the halfway point, you know, right. The, the, uh, week five, right. Of this, of the show. Um, but yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the stories we've gotten without Titania. Um, but it will be nice for, she hulk to have an actual we have five more villain. episodes for a daredevil to show up yeah yeah we do it's gonna be weird it's gonna be funny he's gonna be in la i think unless he's in new york unless she's in new york you know um the other thing I, yeah that i wanted to mention on that on the uh what was it the the titania thing um oh no no i know i know uh since we didn't have ian here on the show this week I did the due diligence of actually pausing the show multiple times when she was scrolling through her computer to her, her checklist of all things she's going to do. Just so you know, nothing super interesting there. A lot of like actual lawyer tasks, like, but it was all resolving things that we've seen, like, mm -hmm. you know, like close filing the cases for uh, Blonsky or like, you know, guiding him through the setup of the inhibitor chip and all these different, you know, all these, she had a giant checklist of stuff. But it was really funny because when it got down to the very bottom of the page, it was stuff like resolving uh, or, or reviewing a case that was like Lee versus Byron. And then like there was some little cameo <laughs> names of like, you know, Stan Lee and John Byron kind of stuff that people have written She-Hulk before. Um, but yeah, there was not a lot of trivia in there uh, that I could find. Uh, but I did find one really weird trivia piece uh, for this episode. That was like, it's like a lot, a lot of layers to it, but I'll give it to you since it was convoluted. And I found this one on IMDb. 
So the guy who played Donnie Blaze. Yeah. His name is Reese Quaro. Uh, C-O-I-R-O. Okay. You may know the spelling of that name because that is also the last name of Cat Quaro, the director of this, se- this season of She-Hulk, right? Uh, it turns out they're married. The two of them are husband and wife. Um, and the other thing that was a more convoluted part of this was his name, Donnie Blaze, in the in the show is obviously a reference or not a wink and a nod to ghostwriter Johnny Blaze. Um, that character was played twice by Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage. I feel like I'm playing Six Degrees of Separation right now. Um, Nicolas Cage apparently once suggested that his ghostwriter co-star Ava Mendez should play the role of She-Hulk. I think you're reaching there. I didn't make that up. I think that's a bit. <laughs> I, I thought that was. Or how does that even come up? Like, hey, somebody wrote that Nick on Cage, IMDb. Who should Ava Mendez play? Somebody really wanted to say that Ava Mendez should play She-Hulk. But they like tied it to like what I see is that could have been like three separate stupid pieces of trivia. But this person decided to write it all as one. Like it's trivia enough that Donnie Blaze is, is the actor is married to the director. That's 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 trivia. And you can stop right there. But he kept going. They just kept going and going. So uh, nobody has found this interesting, by the way, on IMDb yet. <laughs> just letting you know. Yeah. The Donnie Blaze thing was pretty funny though. Just the uh, uh, that had leaked out uh, like a month or two ago. Like I think just the poster, but it's really hard to make out. You could make it. It was very obvious. It said Ani Blaze, but the first letter was mysterious. So people were kind of losing their shit. Like, oh, that's funny. Oh man, are they doing it? So it's 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 uh, it was a troll. It's it a kind a of a hilarious troll that it's just like this C-list magician. One letter off, right? One letter yeah. off. Well, in fairness, I think Johnny Blaze he has an H in his name, doesn't he? I could yes. be wrong. I think he does. One of them Johnny's. Johnny Storm or Johnny Blaze has an H in their name. I can't remember which one it is. In any case, I love this episode. It was funny, and She-Hulk got laid. And... Uh, it was super awkward the next morning because she thought she could just be herself. And this dude who was technically the most perfect date ever that night, he was a pediatric oncologist, which was quite disarming for her because she thought he was going to be some douchebag. And no, he treats cancer kids. So like mm-hmm. you have to love him. He He's like asking her to tell him everything about herself. And he's just patiently listening through the entire story. And then, like, when she gets pulled away to go fight demons at the Mystic Castle, when you come back to him, he's patiently laying on her couch reading Bad Feminist. And, oh, my God. Like, when she started trying to, like, actually bang this guy, that was the best thing ever for me. Because I just picked him up. She picked him up and took him into the bedroom. It's so good. Um, And I know that was in the trailers. Uh, I just kind of forgotten until it happened. And I was very, it's, it's, it was like the stinger, right? When he like, I'm actually just going to go in the morning. 
That really did sting. That stung a little. Right. And then her and then her eyes lit up like when the door knocked, right? Because she thought he was coming back because he that was oh yeah, that was really super awkward. Oh, like you know, and then and then she got served papers. So what are you gonna do? But yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy with the show. Um, and I'm I highly advise anybody that's not, you should probably just stop watching the show because I don't think it's gonna change. Yeah, take a month off. You got five uh, yeah. five episodes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, take them. Go watch off. Black Adam in a few yeah. weeks. That's a new trailer <laughs> drop today. It's yeah. pretty good. Looks pretty yeah, good. Go see Angry Rock and Angry uh, Rock. Yeah, you'll get Sad Black Panther. In a yeah, few you'll months. get Sad Black Panther. You'll get lots of death in Ant Man in Quantumania. It's uh, all. It's all for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all for you. Everybody who wants all the sadness. You know, if you just want a whole heaping bowl of emo. Just go watch Sandman on Netflix. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's it's just, it's what you want, you know? So at this point, like, I don't know who I'm trolling. It's not like those people watch this show. Like, no, we the welcome the trolls. It'll take those like, numbers. Yeah. Usually every time somebody shows up and it's like, I hate Marvel because of blah, blah, blah. Then I basically tell them to go fuck off and then they're never seen again. Um, so that's my bad. But I guess I'm just saying for everybody who's got, uh, you know, a good head on their shoulders and just likes to chat about fun things. Uh, come check, come hang out with us for a couple, of, a couple hours on Friday night. Yeah. We'll yeah. be, we'll be back to normal next week. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a, we got a, so it's a big Harley Quinn finale and then uh, another shield. And we'll talk about the Disney plus stuff. Yeah. It's going to be a big news week for sure. And with some pizza involved. Are you going to watch the Disney Plus stuff live or are you just going to kind of follow along afterwards? Well, I mean, we won't be able to see it live. I They live, they live stream it, but they do the, I'm pretty sure they do the cutaway stuff. Mm, Could be wrong. I don't remember Could them live wrong. streaming it. Usually they take everybody's phones away in the, in that theater. Like Disney will live stream it. Maybe. But. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll be aware of what's going on, and so um, we'll know we'll know what's up with the pizza uh, pretty quickly by Saturday night. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. All right, cool. Well, I think you know we have a lot to look forward to to this weekend, um, and I think you should go watch some Rings of Power, and you know some Sandman. I think those are both really good shows to watch. So much stuff to watch. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a horrible problem to have right um but yeah and i think our fans should uh you know just hang out and 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 go watch all the things that we talked about today if you didn't Mm -hmm. get a chance to and we'll see you guys next week when we talk about all the uh, some more harley quinn and more harley quinn some more shield yeah maybe with the guest we don't know um i'm trying i am trying I did. I did ask some people. I have some. I have some ideas. There you go. Got to tune yeah. in to find out who it is. Yeah, tune in to find out. All right. I think that's it for tonight. Um, thank you to everybody. Thanks to our Patreons for supporting our growth. Uh, and you know, like I said before, um, if you don't, if you haven't been to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/DenXMedia. Um, yeah. And normally, you'll you can find stuff like the soapbox, but there's also other stuff. Like I'll be posting all the, the stuff from the, uh, the toy workshop that I did last week onto Patreon. Um, I put a lot of free stuff on there too. So you actually don't have to pay just to, to see everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
Um, I think that's it. Thanks, Ricky, for hanging out and nerding out with us. Um, and yeah, see you next time on Dan Excelsior, True Believers. See you guys.